Let's go back to the Bible and talk about the church and its organization. Would we not agree that if God organizes something of which we can be a part, our lives will be organized? Absolutely, friends. So let's talk about it today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast today from the International Gospel Hour. It is always an honor to be chosen to listen to our broadcast with all the options that you have. So we appreciate you tuning in. And let's consider something today about organization. Now, friends, would we not agree that any organization, well, it needs to be organized. Where there is no organization, there is chaos. When we look throughout the Bible, there is organization. The creation of God in Genesis, organization. The exodus of the children of Israel, organization. Through the judges, the kings, and the times of the prophets, well, organization. And where they would veer from God's organization, things did become chaotic and sinful. So, friends, let's go back to the Bible, and now let's talk about the church and its organization. When we talk about the one church we read of in the New Testament and its salvation within, let's look within the Bible and see how the church should be organized. Before we get into our study, here's a few words about our work at International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts, learn more of our history, download our app, request our newsletter, and ask for our free Bible study by mail. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Okay, then, let's continue today's study. And now, friends, let's talk about the organization of the church. Let's go back to the Bible. In Matthew 15 and verse 13, Jesus answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Friends, if a church is not built in accordance with the Word of God, well, will that church be rooted up? Well, yes, it will. And in previous studies, we've noted that the church was built by Christ, who was sent by God. Matthew 16:18 and Galatians 4 and verse 4. God made Jesus the head of the church, Ephesians 1, 20 through 23. And since Jesus is the head of the church, the body, should we go to anyone other than Jesus and the inspired writers of the New Testament to learn the organization, worship, and name of the church? Well, friends, no, we should not. In Acts 14 and verse 23, referring to Paul and Barnabas, the Bible says, So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Did these inspired men ordain elders in every church? Well, the Scripture says, yes, they did. 
So friends, would we be right if we do as they did in ordaining a plurality of elders in every congregation? Well, yes we would, because we are going back to the Bible and organizing as God instructs us. Could we be wrong if we did not organize the church the way those inspired men of God did? Yes, friends, we could, and we would. Friends, would we not agree that God's plan of organization is the way to go? Well, yes, we would. So let's continue this thought on appointing elders. In Acts 20 and verse 17, referring to Paul, the Bible says, From Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And later in Acts 20:28, Paul told this to those elders. Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. So let's ask, are the elders to be the overseers of the church? Yes. Let's go a little further. In Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, Paul said, For this reason I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking, and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination, for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. So when Paul told Titus to set things in order, did he tell him to ordain or appoint elders? Yes, Paul did, and that's consistent with what we read in Acts 14 and Acts 20. Now when we do what Titus did in organizing the church, are we doing the will of God? Well, friends, yes, we are. Now, do the terms elder, bishop, and overseer refer to the same office? And yes, friends, because we see this from the Scriptures. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the office of elders or bishops, one and the same, from Titus 3, verses 1 through 7. This is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop, then, must be blameless, the husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous, one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Friends, quickly, must an elder be married then? Yes, and must an elder have children? Of course. But may a recent convert... As we note the word in verse 6, a novice, serve as an elder. Well, no, he cannot. Now, let's go back to 1 Timothy 3, and let's read verses 8 through 12. Here's another office of organization. Likewise, deacons must be reverent, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of the faith with a pure conscience. But let these also first be tested, then let them serve as deacons being found blameless. 
Likewise, their wives must be reverent, not slanderers, temperate, faithful in all things. Let deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their own houses well. Now, friends, what church official is under discussion here? Well, the deacon. Is it God's plan that there be qualified elders and deacons in every church? Yes. Listen to Philippians 1 in verse 1. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. The church at Philippi was organized with bishops, or elders, and deacons. Now, friends, when we go to the Bible, the very book that tells us of the church, we learn of the church and its simple organization. Christ is the head and qualified elders oversee specific congregations of the church. Deacons serve within the congregations. That is biblical organization the way it should be. Now, friends, have we noticed that we did not read where one man, quote-unquote, pastors a church? Nor did we read where deacons oversee, but rather serve. Friends, I've had folks through the years question such an arrangement. And when we go back to the Bible, this is what we learn. There are a plurality of elders that oversee and a plurality of deacons that serve local congregations. That is God's plan. Now, friends, I realize the religious world usually doesn't govern or organize that way. But would you not agree that if we went back to the Bible and organized as they organized, things would work better? Indeed, they would. Now, friends, we have a very special Bible study that we'd like to share with you. It is an online video Bible study, and our J-Web has the details of how that study can work for you. Here is our J-Web. Where did we come from? What is your purpose in life? How you answer these fundamental questions is greatly affected by whether you believe in God, believe the Bible is true, and believe Jesus to be divine. Our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled Believe the Bible, and it is an awesome study. Please allow us to send you the link, and you can check it out for yourself. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Leave your name, email, and just say, Believe the Bible. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, email, and just say, Believe the Bible. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, email, and type Believe the Bible in the message blank. We will send the link to you. And now, let's get back to the Bible. Friends, we hope that you will find that online video study very helpful. Now, we also realize that many do not have access to online studies, and so what we would like to do is offer this to you. Would you like to have a personal visit for a Bible study? Now, let me explain. If you're interested, you contact us at 1-855-IGH-6988. That's 1-855-444-6988. You contact us. We will, in turn, call and speak with you and we will have your approval 
And then we will find a local congregation of the churches of Christ in your area. We will let them know and they will call you. And you all can arrange a meeting, whether at your home, at the church building, or maybe to meet somewhere in town. We always want to go back to the Bible, and if we can help you with that, we will. Thank you for joining us today for our study from the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.